Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, hello, hello. It is Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. I'm going to write a book. I think I'm going to write a book about Intercom. I'm going to accuse Intercom of a quid pro quo. Because they said to me, if you come in five days a week and do a radio show, we will give you money. Huh? Is that not a quid pro quo? I'm thinking it is. It's Beach and Company. News Talk 930 presents to you now, Sandy Beach. Beach and Company. Okay, okay, okay. Hello Well, there. you already broke that agreement, Sandy. You're only working four days a week. Well, that's true. Gee, I didn't think about it. I don't tell them. Cause, okay, I Because they're paying me for five. <laughs> I, I forgot I was on four now. I, 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 I hope they're not listening. Well, I don't have to worry about that unless I said it on GR. Right. So, which luckily, I didn't. It is uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach, and uh, feeling a little bit better every day. Still uh, kind of nursing the voice a little bit. Got to keep it in the lower register. Otherwise, it uh, goes through the moon. So uh, how you guys doing? I'm doing good. Uh, do you have Super Bowl fever yet? Uh, I, you know what's funny? I was just going to ask you guys that. Uh, I, I have two squares in a pool, and that's it. That's, uh, that's the extent of my Super Bowl fever. Now, I am going to root... For Kansas City, because I like Mahomes. I think he's a really good quarterback for a young guy, and he seems to handle himself very well. So uh, I don't, I wouldn't be crazy disappointed if uh, San Francisco won, because I used to work there. But the bottom line is, I'm still rooting for uh, for them. And believe it or not, they're a one point. Uh, favorite. Right. I thought San Francisco was going to be a favorite, especially considering how well they ran the ball throughout the yeah, playoffs yeah. and their defense. Oh, my God. Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. What do you think, Buzzy? Well, uh, I got my squares through my mom's oh, firm you yesterday. Got your squares. Okay. I got two squares through my mom's firm, and let's just say... Don't say that. Don't say your mom's firm. That's That sounds rude. <laughs> Through the firm where my mom works. Yeah, that's um, that's, that's all. But <laughs> I, I'm expecting a good game. You know, Sandy, we talked about this yesterday off the air. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be the buzz around no, this Super Bowl. There really isn't. Usually it's a whole week. Of course, uh, Kobe Bryant's death took a lot of the uh, headlines, in, even in the sports page, away. Sure. Uh, they were, as they focused on that. Uh, but the bottom line, uh, there's just nobody's saying, hey, I can hardly wait till Sunday, a big game. No real up. villain, I think that's no, why. Yeah. No, but it, it's going to be a really good halftime show. I know uh, you guys are excited to see J-Lo at Love Don't Cost a Thing. I'm excited to miss it. Shakira, yeah. uh, whenever, wherever. I, how would you like to be those performers, knowing that at the very time you're, you're singing your heart out, you're dancing like a, a rock star, 
most of the audience is in the bathroom peeing. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Think about that. I mean, usually, maybe I'll throw a load of laundry. Yeah, in. usually I will not watch con- You go to a concert, the people are right in front of you. Right. And even then you can see them. Ever see the beginning of the second half of almost any football game? Usually it's only half the crowd is there. The You're stuck in the restroom. In the restroom, yeah. But there is an entire other audience who might not be watching the game who will be watching that halftime show. So uh, unlike a okay, lot of halftime Shakira, shows. Shakira, you said Shakira and uh, yeah, I cannot wait to see Shakira. You like Shakira? I am a huge Shakira fan. I uh, thought Shakira was a country. <laughs> yes, we're moving to Shakira. I don't think I can name and that song. You know, you know how big of a fan I am of the woman singing the national anthem. Oh, who's who's singing it this year? Demi Lovato. Is she? Yes, she is. Yeah, that's why she came out a couple of weeks ago and first time on stage, right? That Grammy's performance, let me tell you, that'll get you going. That uh, she sounded good. It was really good. She sounded good. Uh, I I don't I don't mind them. Uh, I can live or die without them. I'll play a I few songs for Tony. Here's what I don't like. I don't like it when okay, boom, uh, first half is over. And all of a sudden, 8,000 people are on the field with a different color cardboard. And, oh, please. Yeah, big production. Yeah. It's usually an NFL game. The uh, halftime is exactly 15 minutes. Okay? That's what you got, 15 minutes. But with the Super Bowl, they kind of forget about that, and they just let people go crazy. Well, personally, I'm looking forward to it. But my favorite halftime show, uh, of I, the ones I can remember, is the Prince halftime show. Yeah. I was just going to say that. That, was, a, that I was, was one of the few I watched. I was just going to say that. I was an okay Prince fan and not a huge Prince fan, uh, but he was great in yeah. that halftime show. He yeah, really see, was. I was a big Prince fan. I saw him in the Purple Rain tour uh, when he came to Buffalo, and I, I that one I was excited about. That, uh, that was a fabulous performance. I remember coming on the air saying, I am now a fan because he was really – really that good and those are the kind of shows i like uh, they come out there it's real entertainment not not just halftime entertainment there's a right. difference there you know they have uh michael jackson had you know five thousand children come on the stage who thought that was a good idea only him <laughs> certainly, not, yeah, certainly not the officials uh, so that's uh, that was that. But, yeah, but I'm uh, like you. I'm all about the game. Let's, let's see some football. Oh, I'm big about the game. Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's, that's all, all I care about for. is the game. I'm all about the whole thing. You know, I'm excited for the game. I agree with you guys. I think Kansas City will win. Uh, the line at one, though, it's going to be a close game. Um, but I think the halftime show, because you're talking about two artists who were big when I was in high school. So I, I, I will definitely enjoy it. All right. Uh, best. This is easy. This is a slam dunk. Best national anthem at the Super Bowl. Whitney Houston. It'll never Whitney be. Whitney Houston. Nobody will ever yeah. come close. So there we got. We have Whitney Houston and we have Prince. Those are That's the ultimate for the beginning and the middle of right. the game. And I, I know I've said this before, but Whitney Houston's Star Spangled Banner, when they set the Bellagio water show to it, you get chills. I mean, goosebumps up your – it is amazing. Yeah, when it's done right, it's really good. And there's – you know, they have big budgets, huge audience, the biggest audience they'll probably ever play to, any of these artists. Uh, and it's – I like a regular show as if they were on the road doing a show for themselves. That's the, that's the best one. Not the ones where, you know, we are the world and we're going to cure this and – all of that stuff. and What, artists taking themselves too seriously? Yeah, yeah, they do that. And uh, at least they're not dumping. I don't think they'll be dumping on Trump, not with those artists, I mean. I would be very surprised if they did. 
They don't seem to be activist types. That would be, yeah, that would be a bad move. Yeah, it would be. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBN. It is Beach and Company. I tried to help them out yesterday at uh, physical therapy. I go to physical therapy a couple times a week uh, to kind of get my mobility back and stuff like that. And when you go in there, I mean, they have traditional things. They have tables and machines and stuff like that. But I said, you know what? If physical therapy is supposed to get me back to uh, what, what my life was before, I think we should do things that would replicate it. For instance, okay, uh, if I can walk from point A to point B with a Pepsi, a piece of apple pie, and a cane, see how, how that works uh, because you only have two hands. One is for the cane, no question about it. One can hold the Pepsi, but then where do you put the apple pie? Maybe in the crook of your arm. These are these would be useful things. Another one, uh, I'm sitting in a, a lounge chair. Can I get up without the cane and go to the refrigerator? See, these are things I should be uh, learning at physical. And how quickly can you get to the refrigerator? That's true. That's true. Can you get there during a, a commercial stop set? You know, in the NFL, they, they get timed in the forty. I think you yeah. should get timed from the recliner Ab- to the fridge. Absolutely. So I mean, uh, those things for physical therapy would be something that you come home. And they would say, practice that. Well, yeah, sure. What if you pull a hamstring going to the fridge? But when they say practice it, that's exactly what I do. I try and get up and get a Pepsi, a piece of pie with my cane. Haven't been able to do it yet. But Pepsi so, doesn't go with pie. I got to figure out. Oh, Pepsi is fine with anything. I really? Like Pepsi. Yeah, I like Pepsi. Uh, so that's it. So I have to make two trips. Well, I'm, I'm doubling the, uh, the reps. I got to go first and get the Pepsi and bring that there. Then I go and get the pie. And then if I forget the fork, i got to go back a third time. I hate it when that happens. Why don't you just use your hands? I just put my face in it, usually. <laughs> uh, nobody cares. You know, you just bring Nobody's the, watching. Bring the, here, bring the pie up. Uh, put one hand on the left side of the pie and one on the right. And just kind of head forward towards it. And then as you get there, think of the moon landing. Yep, you put your tongue out. Grab a little, grab a little apple. Sling it back into the back of your throat, and you're good to go. What's the one word our moms would use before pie? Would you like a nice? Blank? Nice. There you go. Nice. Uh, the word is nice. <laughs> My mother would always say, "Would you like a nice piece of cake? <laughs> or would you like a nice cupcake? Would you like a nice diet?" Uh, I, can, <laughs> I have one here. I can. I put you on. Uh, no, I, I think that uh, physical therapy, if it really uh, wants to um, uh, get you to do it, and not only do it, but uh, do it at home and keep repeating it, it's that. It's stuff that we want to do, things that we do do. And I think the best thing is bringing snacks to the chair. Yeah, and it builds your strength up. It really that. does. My jaw muscles, uh, really, I could bite through steel. <laughs> <laughs> Just whatever it is. Oh, is it a turkey bone here? Give it to me. Crunch. Very good. I don't need any help with that. I, uh, Amy, I got to thank Amy Noonan for sending me this video yesterday, and it's typical Italian growing up. You know, no matter how full you are, you've eaten dinner or something. Let's say you go visit your grandmother, and she asks you if you want something to eat. If you dare say refuse no. it, what? You no like Nana's cooking? Yeah, you can't <laughs> refuse it. You just simply can't. you got to eat it. Yes. No, not, uh, not any question about that. But that's the good part is that that's how we were raised to enjoy food, respect food, respect, kiss the cook. It was usually uh, grandma mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes mom, but usually grandma if we were going out. 
I go. We, we never went to a restaurant. No. If we were going out, we went to her house. Yeah, I didn't start going to restaurants until I was an adult. And uh, there was always coffee on at yep. my at my house. Always a dessert. To give you an idea. Uh, at grocery shopping each week, she would buy a five pound can of coffee. You know how much coffee five That's pounds a is? Lot. It's a real lot because the one thing you couldn't have. The, the kiss of death is company shows up and you don't have coffee. Yeah, on, ready to go, ready to pour. And it's percolated. It's none of this uh, instant stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, so that, that's it. And you always had to have something to serve with it. That's so, now, was it that way at your house, Buzz? You're usually on your way to a VT game after, after a church or something? <laughs> not after church. Usually that's the bills afterwards. Okay. Uh, but it was similar. Yeah, of course. I, you know, you think that Italians are the only ones that do it, but I think a lot of people do it. Well, growing up on a typical NFL Sunday, uh, the day would start off with my father uh, going to Passanisi's uh, Market on Hurdle, and he'd have to get uh, fresh Italian bread. Oh, good. You'd have to get supersata. You'd have to get sharp provolone cheese. I love provolone. Uh, some peppers and uh, various uh, olives, things like that. And that would be the picky stuff during the game until my mother served the sugu. The sauce. That's the best. Yeah, the that, best. That, and that you got the, the smell best. going on of the sauce all day long. Of course, you know, you got to go in there, sneak a piece of bread, dip it in the sauce. Of course. That is why it simmers. It simmers so that it gives you time to go and dunk. I you, think it's criminal if you don't. You got to dunk. You got to yeah. dunk. Then turn on the TV and watch, uh, uh, let's see, Boston. Uh, playing uh, football with Gino Capaletti. <laughs> Always root for <laughs> It's just the way it was. Yeah. It's just the way it was, and it was always good. It was always good. Uh, we loved it. It's, uh, you know, it's a memory that I'll cherish forever. And maybe you can help me with this one, because Samantha has been crying lately at dinner time because Nick and I finish our dinner so fast, and she can't understand why... We woof it down so fast, and she still has most of hers in front of her. Because you're men, and she's a girl. Yeah, and that's I ex- tried to explain that's to her easy. that growing up, if we wanted seconds, we had to eat fast. You had to, uh, The first one was almost a sacrificial uh, meal. Like a test, you, you, a you test one. You had to eat it as fast as you could simply because you wanted to be able to get seconds. Mm-hmm. If you were slow, somebody might get to that seconds before you. And uh, then when you got there, there wouldn't be anything left. So that doesn't make any sense, does it? No. But all the women in my life that, uh, that I've ever dined with a lot all eat slowly. My mom ate slow. She was always the last one done. Yeah. And uh, me, you know, I would finish first all the time. Uh, but then I never left the table uh, unless it was to get some more. Uh, because I think it's rude that when you finish, you get up and leave, and the per- person usually who made it is, is still at the table. I think that's really rude. Do you do that? Well, since I'm the one that makes the meal oh, now. Oh, you, you make it. Yeah, so I, I do the cookie, but I'm still the first one done. But I will sit there, and I keep Samantha company until she finishes hers. Yeah, it's good. Uh, the one thing I never understood is the people who worry that their kids aren't going uh, to eat. Believe me, they're going to eat. I've been in radio 50 years, and I don't recall one kid's skeleton on the kitchen floor because they didn't eat. Doesn't work that way. Well, I think my brother Michael was close. Yeah, I'd like you know, I'd like to. Um, when I was younger, I I made the mistake of I was what? a very fast eater, and when I was done, I would get up and go play Sega or go play PlayStation. And you know, now that I'm older, 
I see the mistakes I made. And yeah. I know my parents are listening, so I apologize for oh, not nice. sitting there as a family the entire time. Yeah. I would like to say, the older, somewhat more mature Joe Beamer, I wait until Katie is completely done. That's good. And then I get up yeah, and that's it play Sega. And that's always annoyed me. The woman who usually, in the past, who did all the, co- did all the shopping, first of all, brought the stuff home, cooked it, and served it. And then you wolf down your food, and she's still eating hers, and you leave the table. You can wolf down your food if you want to, uh, but make sure that she's finished before you leave. I think that's extremely rude when, I, when I've seen people do that. Yeah, and I, I'm going to have to admit, I think that we kind of bolted uh, when we were kids to get outside. If it was like you know summertime, wintertime, you might just stick around because you obviously want dessert. But in the summertime, we were usually in well, a hurry to get out and go play summertime again. Summertime, when the living is easy. Yes. Fish are jumping. I thought the, it was the women were easy. The cotton is high. Well, it depends <laughs> on the women you're talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, so those are, those are great family moments. Well, we don't have those anymore. No, because everybody's in a hurry. Everybody's in a Mom rush. Mom and dad are working. Yeah, you got that right. And uh, I think that leads to the kind of society we have today. There's a lesson to be learned there. Uh, eating is a good time for sharing how your day has gone uh, and, or breakfast, how your day is going to go, hopefully. And uh, that's a good time to share because you've got food in front of you. Got a conversation. It's an informal setting. It's really nice. Yeah, I think you're right, and it is something that we're missing. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk – Well, we're not going to talk with Governor Cuomo. We're going to talk to Governor Cuomo and the uh, board of the New York State Fair because they're having a meeting tomorrow, which could affect our Erie County Fair. All right, It's a meeting of the uh, New York State Fair and a bunch of littler, smaller uh, fairs. And we'll tell you what it's all about on News Radio 930 WBEN. from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollars per order additional terms apply Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. And we are back with Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. If you're interested in doing a little traveling in the next calendar year, uh, Dan Neverth and I in AAA would like to invite you to come along with us as we uh, travel the world. We decided to put out a whole year's worth of travel uh, availabilities uh, with us uh, all at once so that you could uh, make your travel plans for the full year. The first trip will be aboard the Viking uh, Rurik. And that is uh, to Russia, June 24th to July 5th. So you got a couple of months for that one. The next one, aboard the Viking Orion to Alaska, and that is August 14th to the 24th. And then as they reposition the ships, uh, the, uh, the third one, aboard the Viking Aurora, the one, same one you were on in Alaska, will go uh, uh, to, let me see, what's the date? January 20th to February 3rd to Australia. Uh, so we've got all over the world. We've got Russia, Alaska, and Australia, and they're all fabulous trips. And the commonality is that uh, there's one phone number for this, and that's AAA, 1-844-688-7477. That's one 7477 So you can see uh, we're going to be aboard the Rurik uh, as a, a, river, a river boat, and then the Orion is an ocean-going uh, ship. Uh, so it's very exciting and very interesting, and there's all kinds of things to see and do. And Viking is, uh, is the one that most people prefer simply because um, not only are you pampered, uh, but they don't, they don't uh, nickel and dime you. They really don't. Uh, things are included. And there's one shore excursion with every port of call, which is for free, that they include. It's really nice. Now, there are other uh, excursions, depending on what you want to do, that are on your nickel, but there's one free one with every, every stop we make. The food is fabulous. There's as much of it as you want. Imagine that, Tony. Now, I know you haven't done a cruise. You can have as much food as you want. Can we leave now? Yeah, you can. And uh, some of the trips we go on, uh, they have uh, free room service. So at 3 in the morning, you can call and get food. That's pretty nice. Bring, bring it right to your uh, stateroom. And uh, it's just a different kind of a vacation. And one thing that I love is once you pack, these are usually uh, one- or two-week trips. Once you uh, unpack, you put the things in the closet, whatever, that's it. There's no pack, unpack here, there, everywhere. So you, uh, you go in there, uh, go through the procedure, checking in. 
put the things up there in the uh, closet, and you're all set to go. Now, is it the restaurants that are open where you can go in anytime you want a meal? They always or like different stations. They always have one dining room open. Yeah, uh, it's usually a buffet where you can go in and get whatever's in the buffet, which is a very a good selection. And say like you're like me and you like desserts, mm-hmm. you can get you know, five desserts if you want to. Uh, it depends on what you want, what you like. They wow. have, a, they have usually they have. It depends on where you're going, but they have an ice cream bar that you can go and all the ice cream you want, and you don't even have to have your tonsils out to get it, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is really. Remember when you were a kid, you uh, poor Billy had to have his tonsils out. But he had all the ice cream he could eat. I will never forget that as long as I live. My brother and I had it done at the same time, and I remember that uh, getting our ice cream and like, okay, yeah, this may have been worth it. Well, see, on Viking, no problem. You can have the ice cream and keep your tonsils. It's a, it, in fact, we should call it the Keep Your Tonsils Tours. <laughs> I would have a tough decision. Let's see, do I want to eat or do I want to sightsee? Oh, now, here's a, and here's a good thing. Uh, Viking, no kids. Just grown-ups, okay? I like that because the last thing you want are kids running around screaming, yelling, crying. You go to get away from that. You don't want to bring it with you. So Viking, it's all grown-ups, which is nice, very nice. So if you want to do that, uh, give uh, AAA a call, 1-844-688-7477. Of those three trips, Tony, if you were going on one of them, would you go on Alaska, would you go to Russia, or would you go to Australia? Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. A lot, lot to do. Because I, I just think the, you know, from what I've seen on TV, the, the sights are breathtaking. How about you, Buzzy? One of those, if you were going to go on one of those three. Australia, 100%. I've uh, always wanted to go to Australia, so if I had the opportunity, that's where I would go. Well, I've been to Australia. Uh, I've been to Alaska. It's fabulous. I said before, I'll say it again. You haven't seen America till you've been to Alaska. But uh, two of my bucket lists are here, and that would be Russia and Australia. Uh, because, well, Australia is so far away. It's on the other side of the earth. Uh, that it's, uh, that's why we go in January, because that's summer down there. Uh, so, yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, I'm looking forward to all three of them, actually. So Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. Yep. And traveling with Dan Neverett. The master of of uh, laughing and keeping everybody loose. He's just a great guy, and he is fun to be around. Well, he's not that great a guy, but he is that fun to be around. <laughs> 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 All right, here's the deal. We love our new our, our um, uh, Erie County Fair. We love the fair, and until Tony and I got thrown out one year, we used to go every year and broadcast from there. And I just love the fair, and so does uh, Western New York and surrounding uh, surrounding areas because the uh, the Erie County Fair, they change their names from time to time, but you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the fair, usually it's just referred to as the fair, uh, draws a million people every, every year, even when it's raining. Even when they had a couple of rainouts, they still get a million people. It's amazing. And they, they do a really good job. It's, it's in essence a agricultural fair, but they also have rides and foods and games and stuff like that. So I love the fair. You love the fair. We all love the fair. Uh, The governor, Andrew Cuomo, decides to uh, put in his budget, what is it, $4.9 million to help support 
the State Fair, the State Fair of New York, which follows the Erie County Fair. In fact, a lot of the vendors go from the Erie County Fair to the State Fair. I've never been to the State Fair when it was open. I've been to the grounds, but I've never been to it when it's open. And traditionally, we outdraw them. Uh, in most years, we outdraw them. We, we draw more people than they do. And now, what does he want to support the uh, State Fair for with $4.9 million. He wants the State Fair to add five days to their run. You're going, well, okay, how does it affect me, Al Franken? I'll tell you how it affects you. It affects you because he wants to extend the run in the beginning, in the opening, which would put it in direct conflict with the Erie County Fair. Now, even now, you're saying, well, how does it affect me? I don't care. Well, you should, because some of the things you really like might not end up being at the, uh, at the Erie County Fair, because the ven- a lot of vendors go from there uh, to Syracuse for the state fair. And so I find that grossly, grossly unfair that the, uh, the state government would come and bully its way in and uh, screw up a, a really good thing that we have going on here. Now, the reason we're doing this today is tomorrow there will be, uh, there will be a meeting. I'd like to be at that meeting, I'll tell you that. There will be a meeting uh, saying that uh, we're going we're gonna to try and work this out. I uh, hear from uh, Sean Kirst from the Buffalo News. The New York State Fair will host a meeting Friday near Syracuse for administrators from nine county fairs throughout the state, including Erie County. That would be affected by a plan to lengthen the state fair by five days. Jesse Underberg, uh, chief executive officer of the Erie County Fair, will certainly be there. Uh, Governor Cuomo unexpectedly, just surprised everybody, included $4.9 million for adding five days to the front of the run for the state fair. The August 21st state fair opening would overlap with the final weekend of Hamburg. And there are other smaller fairs affected, too. I want your message to the governor, because the meeting is tomorrow. I'll make it loud and clear. Uh, Are you willing to uh, take a chance that some of the vendors, some of your favorites, uh, may not be there? there, Everybody has their favorites. Uh, When you go there, they may not be there because they may already pack up and, and be at the state fair. Uh, and it affects every fair down the line, too. So that five days is a big chunk of, uh, <clears throat> of fair time. And I don't, I don't think it's fair, uh, if you pardon the expression, for, uh, the fa- uh, for the state government to come in and nose their way into this. Like your opinion, 8030930, and your message to Governor Cuomo and, and the New York State Fair. We're back after this. My question, your message to Governor Cuomo and the New York State Fair, and is New York screwing over the Hamburg Fair? I think they are. Five days is a big chunk uh, expanding the, the proposal to expand the New York State Fair, and especially since it would be at the, at the beginning of their run. So that would cut into Hamburg. Uh, and I, I just don't think it's right. I don't think it's fair. What do you think? Is it uh, doggy dog? Is everything fair in business and war? What do you think? Tom? No, I, I think the governor should respect uh, Erie County's fair and uh, you know maybe put the dates at the end of it. I don't know why he's in such a you know uh, 
insisting on it being in the beginning and, con- and conflicting with the Erie County Fair. Erie County Fair, as you said, dwarfs the uh, state fair. It's a much better fair. And it was featured on Carnival Eats, not the state fair. It is a, uh, it is a, a really good fair. And it, because it's agricultural-based, you're going to see animals there, but you'll also see rides and food and games and arts and, and crafts ca- and car crashes and and uh, performance concerts, uh, concerts and all kinds. There's something for everybody there. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. What do you think, Buzz? Yeah, I, I just I, I don't really understand why he wants to make the move. You know, even if you move it to where he wants to, the people that go to the fair still won't like him. Remember, last year at the state fair, he got booed oh, that's while right. walking around the fairgrounds. Maybe um, he figures five more uh, days, he'll run into somebody that likes him. Yeah, maybe that's it. It, it, it to me, is just another move by government officials in this state that makes no sense where is the necessity for this type of yeah, move? where was the call for it i mean you have a successful fair here you have a successful fair there why not each enjoy your success and go on with it and don't screw around why do i get the impression that he believes he's the king instead of the governor yeah i hear you let's go to don in somerset don you're on wben yes good morning i just think what you two guys just alluded to is uh, I just have a feeling it's very correct that he is simply uh, vindictiveness towards us because he's not popular here and he wants to drive all the money downstate down towards him, you know, his favorite people. And, and we're going to be the victims of it. And I think if you look at other political aspects, he gives us a sniff here and there, but he really, he really doesn't like Western New York because he knows he's not popular here. Yeah, that's true. And the uh, Erie County Fair, the Hamburg Fair, as a lot of people still call it, has always been successful. It's tried and true, and uh, it gets a lot of national publicity. Leave it alone. I'm with you, Don. I'm with you. Thank you. Now, I'm sure when he was uh, thinking about this sort of stuff, he may have uh, run it by Kathy Hochul. Kathy Hochul's from Hamburg and still lives there, as best I know, and, and knows all about the fair probably uh, grew up uh, going to the fair. We love it. It's, it's our fair, and we don't want to see it eclipsed. And we don't know until, until they check with the vendors to see if the, if the vendors that start our fair would still be there at the end of our fair, if there was five days cut into the front part of the, uh, the state fair. I think it's totally wrong. It's irresponsible. The governor ought to get his, uh, get his uh, ear full of people who don't like it. We'll be back with more after this. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.